Hello, and once again, uh, with the National Association of Black and White Men together. And today's topic is anti-LGBTQ hate, which is thriving online. In the days after a gunman killed five people at a gay nightclub in Colorado last month, much of the social media lit up with a now familiar expression of grief, mourning, and disbelief. The hate isn't limited to fringe sites. On Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook, researchers and LGBTQ advocates have tracked an increase in hate speech and threats of violence directed at LGBTQ people, groups, and events, with much of it directed at transgender people. I've talked about this before, but we're going through it again. The content comes after conservative law lawmakers in several states introduced dozens of anti-LGBTQ measures and amid a wave of threats targeting LGBTQ groups as well as hospitals, health carers, um, libraries and private businesses that support them. A lot of what is happening is that online threats are turning into threats of real violence offline. So hospitals in Boston, Pittsburgh, Phoenix, Washington, D.C., and other cities have received bomb threats and other harassing messages after misleading claims spread online about transgender care programs. In Tennessee, mass members of a white supremacist group showed up recently at a bookstore event because the evening, evening's entertainment included a drag performer. An upcoming holiday party at an adults-only gay nightclub scheduled for Friday was also the subject of threats. The party's theme, ugly Christmas sweaters. Groups calling for violence against LGBTQ groups often espouse other bigotries too. They just have to hate someone. The transphobic content targeting events is just a subset of the hateful content about Jews, Muslims, women, Black people, Asians, and others. Stress caused by the COVID-19 pandemic, increased political polarization, and resurgent far-right movements have all been blamed. So are politicians, such as Donald Trump, whose brash use of social media emboldened extremists online. Researchers at the Center for Countering Digital Hate, which is a nonprofit, offices in the US and United Kingdom, studied the social media messages that spread immediately after the Colorado Springs shooting in November, and found many examples of far-right Trump supporters celebrating the carnage. The users, who didn't praise the shooting often, claimed it was faked by authorities and the media as a way to make conservatives look bad. Online hate speech has been linked to um, offline violence in the past, and many of the perpetrators of recent mass shootings were later found to be immersed in online words of bigotry and conspiracy theories. Despite rules prohibiting hate speech or violent threats, platforms such as Facebook and YouTube have struggled 
to identify and remove such content. In such cases, it's because people use coded language designed to evade automatic content moderation. Then there's Twitter, which saw a surge in racist, anti-Semitic, and homophobic content following its purchase by Elon Musk, the self-described free, free speech abolitionist. One gay person went into hiding after receiving a deluge of threats following Musk's tweet on the site. If the owner of Twitter himself is pushing false and hateful content against his gay former head of safety, what can we expect from this platform? The NABWMT, as you know, is vehemently against LGBT um, hate speech. They call on all to fight against this. At this time, we wish you all the best in your, in your holidays with your family, your friends, and all the best in the new year. Please keep in touch. We'll be glad to hear from you. Uh, like us, comment us, and uh, share and subscribe. And you can get in touch with us at nabwmt at nabwmt.org. Thank you once more for listening. We appreciate it so much.